Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson back with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where you learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. We have a phenomenal guest with us. Daryl Baskin is here out of Tulsa, and we're going to talk about how to redefine leadership. Uh, We're going to talk about culture and a little bit about live streaming and selling with purpose. So we've got a few things to uh, to get to, some really interesting uh, conversations I think we can we can have with Daryl in a few different places that we might take it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, as always, it's going to be packed with content and stuff that you can take away and implement in your team. So with that being said, the man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Cohn. Jeff, what's up today? What is happening? Super jacked to be here with all of you. Just came off of a great rowing workout, got 10,000 meters in. Don't ask me how long it took, but it was a fun workout. <laughs> And I'm really excited to chat with Daryl a little bit today. I just was mentioning to him, I'm going to be riding dirt bikes in his neck of the woods next week for two days in Waynoka, Oklahoma, Little Sahara Desert. So if anyone's in that area and wants to come meet us on the on the dunes, I will be riding Wednesday night, all day Thursday and Friday morning. Very cool. So, uh, so Daryl, catch us up where, where are you based uh, out of and uh, and catch us up a little bit on just what your team looks like and then we'll dive into some stuff. Also, Oklahoma, uh, five, there are five of us on the team. So there are uh, four agents and then I have one, one admin staff. And I, I want to preface everything. I think, I think so much of these conversations is, uh, it's really important that as, as real estate agents, because we're all at a different spot, it's relative to where we are in life and in our business, et cetera. And I have, have truly, after operating for a couple of years without a team, which was very foreign to me because I've had a team for so many years. I've, I really just got rid of it and have rebuilt it one person and one um, uh, mechanical piece at a time. So what we're talking about is, as I give you answers today, there may be a little bit of history and a little bit of unknown to the future because I, I think this is something we're all having to face as we're, as the business, the real estate business has has completely changed and continues to evolve, literally on a daily basis. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, if you so, if you don't mind me asking, what was the genesis or what was the the catalyst? I guess is a better word for going from having a team to having no team. Um, a, a series of events. One was we had the. Uh, financial crisis. And that was kind of the beginning of it where you're starting to change things and your team who had become, I mean, they were, they were entitled. We, and you may be able to think back to those times when we just had everything we wanted and business was easy. People, people called and uh, said, Hey, come list my house. And then we went through this process of not having uh, enough business for a little while. And you start having to take things away. And so people started to leave the business or they didn't, they didn't like the, their nest was being disturbed, uh, something of that nature. And okay. then I, I saw the difference coming in real estate as just how we were, uh, how we were managing our, our companies. And those we're seeing the trend. We're seeing the you know the so-called discounters come up and Zillow's changing stuff. So um, that's what got me into my current company, which is EXP Realty, and that's the virtual uh, that's virtual um, operation. 
And then I went through a divorce. So you take all of that. You got you got your personal team operation, uh, a great personal change, and uh, just the trends of the business. So interesting. Okay. So uh, so tell me a little bit about what the team looks like now, because you've been very specific and intentional. It sounds like about who you have in your life and who's in your business and what role they serve. So tell me a little bit about the roles. Well, uh, I the the old fashioned team model was um, very much a, a, a the rainmaker and all uh, centered around them and everybody else was kind of an underling and I while I still think that's important I have recreated a system where I'm more of a servicing agent and helping my my agents below me and I use that cautiously. Right. right. Um, helping them um, create a strong business, independent business, them interdependent business themselves under my name and my 30 years of experience. Because what, what we seem to have difficulty with is all the old agents are dying off. And so the experience and getting started in the business and the cost of getting started and the time it takes to learn the things that the old timers know is there's really a disconnect. And yeah, uh, uh, and I don't think really good agents don't want to hang around to be a peon very long anyway. So yeah. giving mm-hmm. these the young millennials and the, the the agents who are like, I want a future in this business, and how can I as a as a leader benefit from that financially and in the growth of my own organization? And here's the other the great thing, and I, I'm jumping back and forth. Uh, t- or business models have changed. You know, it used to be the broker was the center of everything. Then the teams get really big, and then teams go off and basically are their own brokerages, even though they might be at another brokerage. But they're telling the broker, the large rainmakers or team leaders there are telling the broker what to do. And now we had this uh, evolution of new business models, which are the the companies are actually saying let's service these these large teams and so that's creating a new evolution to me you know it's funny daryl you bring this up because i was having a conversation literally last night with an agent um specific to this very point and we were talking about how funny it is the average age of an agent i think is still like 57 58 years old and my average age of my team is about in the mid 30s um, and we, we've done that more, more so from a cultural standpoint. We haven't, we'll, we'll hire anyone, obviously, any age, any race, any sex, et cetera. But the people that simply gravitate to our, our model and our systems, um, technology, et cetera, are typically agents in their mid thirties. Um, yeah. the thing that was really interesting that we, I was discussing with this other agent was it's funny that when you talk to an agent who's been in the business a long time and they try to qualify their knowledge by saying, I've been in the business 30 years, what they don't recognize is they're essentially saying, I don't know how to do the business anymore. Because the industry <laughs> right. is so different. So you talked about the traditional um, team model and the t- traditional brokerage model. Brokers have lost control because they stopped knowing how to help their agents be successful. And so the team leaders and rainmakers stepped up and said, hey, broker, if you're not going to do it, we're going to do it. And teams have essentially taken control. And this is what I've seen across every brokerage, every state you know, in the country with whom we coach. That's very well stated, and I think that's one of the things that we've been struggling with here, even within a leadership group, is uh, so many things are changing. We're waiting for these things to kind of fall into place and to have a picture of what the future really looks like and and how to quantify that. So um, it's it's exciting. As scary as it is at times, it's really exciting because with all of this change comes great opportunity. Absolutely. So we were talking before we came on live, you guys, about the virtual agent solution. 
Um, I know Daryl mentioned he's at EXP. Uh, my mom actually recently went over to EXP as well. So we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that want to know more about the virtual agent option, where essentially you eliminate the brick and mortar and save the difference um, in the commission split by not having to pay this huge overhead to cover tons of admin and literally brick and mortar. If you want to learn more about it, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Just search Jeff Cohn. Reach out to me. We'll get on a call about the virtual agent option. But Daryl, talk to us a little bit more about how you have positioned yourself from a virtual agent solution. And you talked about adding value to the people you said under you, which you didn't mean under you, just within your organization. How are you doing that virtually? How can you exist without the brick and mortar that a lot of those traditional agents have always looked to? What was interesting to me is this this evolution that I talk about was when I, I got to a point where I just hated going into my office. And I had a really nice office. I mean, mm -hmm. it, a nice cherry desk. I had, had one of the nicest agent offices in the whole city, and yet I hated being there. It was uncomfortable. I, my, I didn't want to inconvenience my clients to come in, and uh, I wanted to go meet them. And so I started looking at how many times I was really there. That got me over to the, um, the EXP side of it, which was I don't need this. And it was scary when I first like cut the cord. But now I'm taking all of these resources and, for example, these office meetings and saying, OK, well, uh, let's come meet in the office and then I'm going to uh, say these magic words that's going to make you a great agent. Hmm. And we've started taking our meetings um, to and I'm by the way, I'm not a I'm not the broker anymore. I was originally, but I'm not the broker anymore. I am just another agent. And yet because of my structure and organization, I'm. I'm seeing it as my personal responsibility to help uh, lead and educate not just my fellow, not just my fellow EXP agents or my uh, my own team, but others in the industry because I think we've been missing that. And we meet at at all kinds of places, um, window and siding uh, place, and uh, we go to the title companies and actually look at. at we use abstracts here, uh, still have abstracts in Oklahoma, so we're we're learning about this stuff. It's a group called Market Experts, and so that that has brought our camaraderie. We I think we're closer than any brick and mortar company that I've ever been at, and um, it it creates a level of awareness and professionalism that I'm really proud to to have out in the marketplace. And guess what? It's not even all mine. I benefit from it, but uh, it, it goes much deeper than just Daryl Baskin yeah. and his cronies. So you guys do not have a brick and mortar location right now? We do not. So this is a great this is a great topic, and I don't know that we've interviewed a lot of people, Matt, that didn't have a brick and mortar. And this is not going to be a podcast where we're telling everyone not to have a brick and mortar. Um, I've really enjoyed having my office, independent of if it's within a brokerage or if I'm independent. I like having a place where people can choose to come together if they want to. But I would offer to everyone from a mindset standpoint that you think of offering some type of hybrid. And the hybrid would look like this. You could essentially allow the traditional agent to have a brick and mortar to come to, but make it very touch and go-esque like my mm -hmm. office is in Omaha. It's 3,000 square feet. We could have 100 agents in the, under that one umbrella. We have touch and goes. No agent has an office. And we come together for meetings. But we've offered the agent, and this is what I want to learn more about from you, Daryl. We've offered our agents the virtual option so they can plug in to all of our team's trainings via a live stream feed. And we keep that live stream feed 100% private on the back end of our coaching website, EliteRealEstateSystems.com. So if an agent can't make it to the office, they don't want to drive 30 minutes or we're in Nebraska, it might be snowy out or rainy or whatever the case may be, they can always still participate. So they feel like they're connected even though they're virtual. And the beauty of this is we offer this solution to any agent in the world. We have agents across Canada, Europe, 
um, across the world, literally that plug into our team training every single week and they get eight hours of content for $17 a month. And like yeah. we talked about from leadership, there's no, there's not very much leadership anymore. The brokers don't know how to train the agents. The team leaders are typically rainmakers. They're not spending time training the agents. The agents are left not to know what to do. That's why 19 out of 20 are out of the business in two years. So if you guys feel like you're in that same situation or you're worried your agents are in that situation, check out our live stream product for $17 a month. You can be a fly on our wall eight hours a month and you can interact with the people that are doing the trainings as well via instant message. So talk to us so, a little bit about your live stream and the way you do this virtually, Daryl. Well, so what you've just described is is the the way the technology has changed what, what we're doing here just within the past five to 10 years. So uh, those things, we keep doing things the same way because that's the way we were told. And you come, new agents come into the business and who are they trained by? They're trained by people who used to be, not typically, not always, but used to be salespeople. And they <laughs> were grand at, at one time, but that means they're being taught 10 years ago. And this is- Well, why no offense, are, grand 10 years ago was someone selling 50 houses a year. Grand yeah, today well, is someone selling 1,000 houses a year. Oh yes, and and even even then, the the way we're measuring and what we're doing, it, we we need to pull it all out of the mixing bowl and then put in those components one at a time. I mean, really evaluating what is this adding, what is this doing, and why. Asking the question why is where I think if if you can ask the question why every day and give yourself an honest answer, and I think we're very bad in, as human beings of being honest with ourselves in all kinds of uh, all areas of life. But if we can really be honest and uh, let go of those things that we don't need, we'll discover some some really great opportunities. And uh, one of those is, is the live stream, the, the idea that we have to be uh, in the same room. We have to let go of that. I mean, mm -hmm. look at look at what we're doing here and the educational value, uh, just the uh, the relationship building value. The first time I was, I remember being at EXP and this is the whole platform that we have. You go into a cloud office and you have an avatar. And so you're, it's not an actual video because that uses too much bandwidth. And so you go into avatar, but you're having a live conversation with someone. You're looking at their screen and it's not just watching a video, but it's actually uh, interacting with them, asking a question. If you have a question, I remember meeting these people. This was a number of years ago. I'd, I'd walked, walked in the first conference that we had ever had. And all of these people that I actually met in, first, in person for the first time, and yet the relationship and the bond was much stronger than I'd, I'd really underestimated it. And so uh, leveraging those types of tools today and building a team. Yesterday, my, my team meeting with everybody was here in Tulsa. They're, they're all boots on the ground here. But we had an hour and 15-minute uh, team meeting, uh, telephone, conference call, and screen share. And we accomplished way more than we ever have when we get to get into a physical space because we're distracted by by things and then uh, we we get to talking about stuff that doesn't really matter is important to the to the sure. conversation at hand so so talk to the, talk to our audience a lot of people get intimidated I know I have a fifty thousand dollar studio that we use to stream our meetings because we're trying to get audio from about a 1500 square foot footprint and video with multiple angles be it that we're offering this solution to the to the masses but for just the average team out there that wants to offer a virtual option what's the simplest way in your opinion Daryl for them to accomplish that if they wanted to start doing that today you're talking about just live streaming yeah Okay, well, you and I are in the same boat, and I'm guessing you might be a gadget guy, but I have that $50,000 of equipment, and what's interesting right now is I am talking to you in my living room on a $125, it's a, it's a nicer Logitech 
a webcam yeah. and yep. my $50,000 worth of equipment is just in the other room. Right. And so I, I think, and this is my own mental hangup is just doing it, letting go, stop trying to yeah. make it perfect and, and make it yep. look like it's network television. And yep. just, people, people want a real connection. And yep. human beings are crying out for that. That's one of the reasons we're on Facebook so many times. Hey, does somebody like what I'm doing? And what's the conversation? And right. this is just another way to allow people to build their business, to have sure. a, um, a, uh, a service that they feel good about, good, good about themselves, and yet still keep their life. Because you know anybody who's been in this business very long knows that it runs your life. And we can't afford that either. Yep. So guys, we've had a lot of success just simply, like if we have a group of people coming together using Zoom meetings, Google Hangouts works really well. Zoom will allow for a larger group of people. You can also record on Zoom, uh, which makes it nice for anyone that misses the meeting or if you just want to be able to go back and refer to something that was discussed in that meeting. Another really great camera solution is Mevo. Um, M-E-V-O, they're a couple hundred bucks. Think of like the GoPro for the live stream community and it'll actually track the person that's speaking if you have someone walking back and forth. That's how we started. Now we're way beyond that, spending way too much money probably to make it look like TV level production. But we do that because we believe in time we're gonna have tens of thousands of people watching. We wanna make it as high quality as possible. But to your point, Daryl, I agree 100%. It's authenticity, just do it. Start somewhere, start streaming it. You can stream to live stream, create a private Facebook page. I'm sorry, Facebook Live. Create a private Facebook community and stream to that if you want to do well, it that let way. Well, let me toss a couple things in because here's you'll you'll see this. I'll go back and watch and be like, gosh, you ask a simple question and I give you uh, this big long answer that doesn't even answer it. But yeah, I've got the Mevo and I find the Mevo is, is more fun to use sometimes than my higher higher dollar cameras. And I have an actual uh, switcher, which you, you must have in yours at that cost, where you're uh, putting character generated graphics and inserting commercials and all this other stuff. Uh, but the most fun I have is just using my iPhone in the live stream app or, <laughs> right. uh, or my Mevo. And cause right. I just pull it out of my pocket and I'm like, Hey yep. guys, look at what's going on here. And the changes of this, sometimes investing too much can actually put you, um, under over the barrel because advantage yeah because you're trying to support something for example live live stream which i still use that app they've now been purchased by vimeo and so these things are advancing and changing and so invest yep. in what you need but not uh, get too far ahead yep. follow kiss keep it simple stupid it's not that hard a lot of teams are doing live stream now they're doing live streams for their meetings i know we had talked off air daryl about doing live stream for events so any event i now charge for we offer a live stream option usually a week prior to the event we'll sell live stream tickets as well that we can provide to the people that attended for free so they can reference back for the whole year after coming to our event but then we can also sell that past events content um, at, at a later date which I think is really invaluable. Well, we've often used ours to sponsor events. And um, I, I, this all kind of came out of a television program that I started in 1993. And that was back in the days of cable access. And you had to be these big contracts. And there was no YouTube and, and things mm -hmm. where you could get out directly to the public. But you had to lease this space on uh, cable networks. And so I did that and then I got tired of having, it was a live program. So I got tired of it being at the same time and always 30 minutes. And I was like, sure. there's all kinds of stuff going on around the neighborhood and around the community. So I got into, well, once this was available, I got into uh, showing other people's events and literally underwriting that 
as an agent saying, I want you to know about my community. Look at what's going on here. And uh, it, it really connected me to other people and became less about me and more about uh, the community and the, the sure. people that I wanted to uh, Love it. wanted to promote. That's awesome. So let's get back into this team concept. When we talk virtual and I talk virtual agent, I think about scalability. And my thought process was in my physical office space, the footprint in which we operate here in Omaha, Nebraska, my flagship team has 50 agents. We'll do 800 sides this year. We can fit if we were jamming everybody in 75 human beings into one room. When you start talking live stream, you start talking about 10, you know, millions of people can watch your live stream. You've essentially eliminated a, a, um, a cap in how many people you could, could consume your content. I think a big challenge is agents are worried they don't have strong content. So I think that that is one of the fears from a live stream standpoint. They don't want to stream something because they don't feel like the value is there to stream it. But once you've plugged into recognizing the value you offer to your people, your organization can now go from being Tulsa based or Omaha based to being a national company or a worldwide company, as long as those agents that are coming under you are plugging into a brokerage that's going to allow for that. And so I know EXP is has been built in such a way that people that come into your organization, you might not directly get compensated off of a commission split like the traditional brokerage model, but correct me if I'm wrong, based on that agent's success, you do get a portion of their gross revenue that comes in anywhere they sell, anywhere in the world. Is that right? That, that is right. It's, it's actually the groundbreaking part of the model. And I think this is important to to understand the concept is, um, it, and I don't want to make it a commercial for EXP. I want to I want to make us rethink what uh, the the business model is for real estate, because with EXP it's a it's one single broker or one single brokerage. Pardon me. This this licensed in all of these states. So we're actually by geographic area the largest real estate brokerage in the country. Well, that's unbelievable that it's not actually been done before. Mm -hmm. So um, it, there, to not have fees that are going, because a, a traditional model would be a franchise. So each franchisee is a different owner and they've agreed to certain terms, but it's this is one owner and it's, and it's uh, agent owned. So it really, uh, one layer of that changes everything. And it's, it's important that we understand if we don't adapt to this change, uh, to take away the EXP model, if we don't adapt to the changes that are taking place in the real estate uh, world right now, with all of the threats that are coming in to, to rock our boat as realtors, mm -hmm. uh, we just won't survive. So sure. what, is, what is the service? What are we going to bring to the client, to the customer, when they no longer need us to write contracts or meet with them to write contracts because they can do that all online. And that's managed by one simple. What, what about artificial intelligence? Um, what about the doors being unlocked for people? I mean, Amazon's going to be putting packages in, in your front door. They won't need us to be there to open the door because it'll all be video. And you get what I'm saying. Right. Um, we will we will be needed. But where will that be? And our teams, this goes to the, to the bottom line of the, your actual question. Our teams have to adjust to that. We can't sit around entitled to, well, I want my, you know, 40 percent uh, as a buyer agent. And, um, you know what I'm saying? It, yep. No, I 100 percent agree. The mindset I want to help our listeners kind of adapt to is if you have something of value, you don't just have to give that value to a small group of people within your own company. And it's not an EXP commercial. You can do this within Keller Williams, Berkshire Hathaway, real, you know, any name the brokerage. You can expand across states. 
It's just a lot harder if the institution with whom you're working isn't helpful in helping you to expand. And I've owned five expansion teams, Salt Lake, San Diego, Boston, Lincoln, Nebraska. And we sold all those off. Our coaching company was actually born because I wanted to scale much, much faster. I wanted to have 10,000 agents I was influencing within five years. And I couldn't do that, in my opinion, effectively by doing expansion teams and owning a percentage of all those businesses, which is what's taught at Keller Williams through ESO. I wanted to do it by just charging a flat fee where you plug into all my training, which is Elite Real Estate Systems live stream team leader training for 500 bucks a month. You plug into all of the stuff that helps you scale from 70 to 700 deals in six years and you get all that same value added. And I'm not taking a piece of all your sales like a traditional brokerage. And what's cool about ERS is you can be at any brokerage. We don't care what broker you choose that. to hang your license with. You're still going to get all the same value that I'm offering my agents anywhere in the world. That's the future. So be thinking about that as a team leader. If you think you have great value, don't limit yourself to thinking you're just going to provide that value to the agents in your office, in your brokerage. Think of a way where you can expand that and adopt that virtual brokerage model. And I do believe one of the best climates for that right now is EXP. I think they are the most forward thinking when it comes to the virtual model. And what all the brick and mortar brokerages will say to counteract or counterattack EXP success is that they at any moment could offer a virtual option that I have yet to see. So they keep talking about it like, oh, well, if we just want to be virtual, we'll just eliminate brick and mortar. We'll just become virtual. Good luck. Because you're, well, the cult, it, it's a culture shift. I mean, I can't imagine a broke, broker that's brick and mortar that one day just eliminates their brick and mortars and they become a virtual company. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the difference is and what makes it, what makes it uh, unique is that the company was built on the idea rather than adapted to the idea. And, and there's, there's a very big difference. And what I, I go back to, um, uh, Stefan Swanepoel in, in his trends report a few years back had talked about how, uh, the fraction, real estate was going to be, become fractioned and it wouldn't be all these, uh, mammoth players, uh, that controlled it, but it would be a, a wider selection that the consumer would have more choice. And we're seeing that today. Mm. And, so we'll we'll still have our boutiques. We're still going to have our uh, web-based. Uh, we're still going to have the more traditional, but they will be smaller portions of the market, and the consumer will have those those options. And I think that's the the real takeaway when we're talking about teams, leadership, and where things where things go is specializing in uh, what the consumer is looking for, so that you really have your niche and you're you're exceptional at providing that. Within our teams, I think what the, the trend that I notice is that as a team leader, I need to make sure I'm providing or helping my team members specialize in something so that mm -hmm. they really know what they're good at and what they're taking to the market. Otherwise, Agreed. we're this wearing one hat, which used to be very appropriate because that's what we had to do. We had to do everything through the entire process. But now you really need to be good at something and you need to be efficient because the consumer is demanding efficiency in reduced cost. They're either, they either want more service for the same cost or we have to reduce our, our fees. So um, with all of those dynamics taking place in the market, it's a daily change and a challenge. Yep, absolutely. So for anyone listening, if you wanna learn more about the virtual option, um, if you wanna come in under my organization, so you have full access to all of my team's training for free through Elite Real Estate Systems, please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Just shoot me a Facebook message. Uh, my Facebook name is Jeff Cohn, J-E-F-F-C-O-H-N. Also, I wanna make mention, we have approved, we are moving forward with the first ever regional 
team building workshop in Miami, Florida on January 16th. This is going to be a discounted fee. It's going to be 297 bucks to come spend a whole day with us. Um, I'm going to have both my direct reports, Kevin and Andy, there as well. So you're going to get the same experience that you would get if you came to beautiful Omaha, Nebraska. The only difference being you're not going to get to be with my team and see our team accountability meeting. Otherwise, it's going to be the exact same event. You're going to get the same workbooks. You're going to get added to our Facebook page. Um, you're going to get access to our Google Drive with all of our intellectual property. So if you don't have anything going on in January and you want to sneak away to Miami, Florida, we're going to be hosting the event at the Coral Reef Yacht Club. Uh, the night before, we're going to do cocktails on the 15th, and then we'll have the full day event on the 16th. You can fly out the night of the 16th, or if it were me, stay for the weekend and have fun in Miami. So be watching for that. Um, you'll be able to sign up for that under workshops at EliteRealEstateSystems.com. We'll have a link up here in the next couple of days. Also, a quick mention about the Team Building Summit. Uh, we are going to be hosting the summit next summer in Omaha, Nebraska, June 24th through the 26th, in conjunction with the College World Series Championship Game. So if you didn't come out to summit last year, or if you did, come out again. We're going to have tons of top agent, team leader, VIPs. They're going to be speaking at the event. We're going to do panels. We're going to be teaching some of the same concepts that we talk about at our workshop, which is um, culture, leads, accountability systems, strategies, lead conversion, all that fun stuff. And that event's $297 for two days of content, or you can buy a VIP ticket for $497. So learn more about that at the teambuildingsummit.com. Mr. Johnson, anything else to say about uh, the podcast? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Daryl, what's the best way for people to reach out? Because you've got a couple of reasons. Number one, referrals for your area, Tulsa. And then also with EXP, if somebody wants to join or they're interested in learning more about EXP specifically and they want to chat with you, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, let me throw uh, so a couple. Uh, Daryl Baskin, D-A-R-R-Y-L-B-A-S-K-I-N on Facebook. Uh, good, good way to message. And also, look me up online, DarylBaskin.com. Easy, easy to remember there if you can remember my name. All right. Very cool. And then, uh, Jeff, you mentioned the podcast. So the best way, uh, we're trying to get to triple digits in terms of reviews and ratings. So if you can head on over to iTunes or whip out your iPhone and just pull up the Apple Podcast app, you can just search for the Team Building Podcast, leave us a rating and a review. Do us a favor, uh, leave us a five-star review. That would be awesome. We uh, Hopefully it's genuine. But more specifically, if there was a particular episode that you enjoyed, like Daryl's, make sure to give him a public shout out in the review to thank him for his time and his contributions. So we always want to do that. Uh, Daryl, you've been very gracious with your time. We want to honor your time. So, uh, and then with a live audience, just guys, we appreciate you listening and watching and following us here on Facebook. We're live on Facebook pretty much the same time every week, as long as Jeff's schedule allows. We are, uh, we go live at 11 central on Facebook. If you haven't already head on over to Facebook and like the elite real estate systems page. That's where we live broadcast. You can always catch those and get your questions answered live. With that being said, gentlemen, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Jeff, Daryl, this is awesome. And uh, we'll see everybody on the next episode. Thank you.